This is the Podfathers Podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez. The beat you're listening to was made by Generic Sports. You can check him out and his work at soundcloud.com slash generic sports. Now, before I tell you about the next episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, and post a review on what you think of the podcast. We are on Spotify now, too, so we we really try to expand to different platforms the best we can. But we need some help from the listeners, so be sure to drop a review. Let people know what you think of the podcast. I'm excited for this week's episode. On this podcast, I got three friends of mine, two of which are making their debut on the show. Vince Correa, JJ, who you all know as Generic Sports, and Jesus Rodriguez. Now, Jesus is a local producer, rapper, and DJ in Orange County, and you can check him out and his work on Instagram at OKZeus. That's OK spelled out, Zeus, Z-U-E-S. Vince has a radio station on SoundCloud. I'll plug that for you. It's titled Charge It to the Game Radio, where he plays some of his favorite hip-hop songs in a radio-style format without all the commercials and nonsense that you hear on FM and AM channels. Y'all should check it out soundcloud.com slash charge it the number two the game that's charge it to the game with the number two i gotta plug myself really quick too as some of you know i'm a writer i got my own column over at the ballout.com it's called outside the hashes just posted a new edition on the 13th of december i go at roger goodell i go at journalists for digging up old tweets to expose athletes like carly murray also on a lighter note i talk about the mls very briefly too and their rise but I'm really excited for y'all to check out this episode. We talk about a lot of great relevant things in society today. Not your typical sports that you see here or you listen to here over on the Podfathers podcast. We, it's, it's funny because we actually all originally, the three of us had met up, the four of us had met up to talk about hip hop music and the best artists, the best albums, the best tracks in 2018. But all of us are very opinionated. All of us are educated individuals. And we went on different tangents. And as a result, we got a whole nother episode for y'all. We'll be dropping that 2018, the best hip-hop music of 2018 episode next week. But on this week's podcast, we chat about college fraternities, we chat about gentrification, culture vultures, Orange County kids, and plenty more. It's a really good conversation. I hope y'all enjoy. Again, I'm Noah Alvarez. This is the Podfathers Podcast. I think he goes by a different name though. Your boy? Yeah, I was talking to somebody about your boy at, at, at the radio station at my school, and they were saying, yeah, he goes by a different name, and they like showed me a few of his records. Cause he, like, he made that song, We Run LA, that's him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that was like kind of pop catchy. You know, yeah, yeah. And then kind of just, <laughs> we run LA. He could have had a career, he could have had like a, a decent career after that, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, I I mean, I don't know. I, I'm somebody who's in, interested in like the music industry as far as like the label side and like, yeah. Looking up to dudes like that, so I kind of want to dive into, and that's one of the things I'm going to look into, like yeah. what happened to these artists. The was lives like, of one hit wonders. Was it a label move? Because nah. like, I think it, ultimately it was a label move, but I feel like they come at them with a hit, and they're like, all right, we'll Put sign you. But it's kind of like the football players where they got talent, but you don't know how much talent they have, so you do like a year, mm. you know, and then it's like ball out for a year, and we'll, we'll sign you for four or five. We'll give you a max contract. Where I feel like you know, they, it's the same kind of thing. They come out with a hit. And they sign in for like that one hit only, like that single, and then it's like show us more of what you can do, and then they don't really like that's why to that height. You brought up designer earlier because like they have to produce, and there's a lot of pressure, and they can't just take their time and make something. You can't, they can't. They're not really making it for themselves. Yeah, Yeah, they're like people have to like this. Yeah, Yeah. when you start doing that, like you're not. Mm -hmm. 
And you brought up designers too. Like I don't think some of those guys are capable of producing more and more hits. You I mean there's yeah. a reason why guys? Just or make they, one they hits. could be Fetty. if there's no Fetty. pressure. Fetty, yeah, dude. I follow him too on his. He had like five I was or like, six. I wonder if he's still yeah, no, he had a, he had a he had a good little good yeah, yeah. He had a he had a he had a summer where he was just running. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for like sure. at the clubs, he would, that's all he would hear. Fetty Wap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a good summer. Yeah, that was a great summer. went down that summer, and that was a very nostalgic summer. Like that's why I fuck with Fetty Wap's music still because it's like. That was that time when we was really moving. That was college for us. Like yeah, when yeah, Tiger was supposed to be there. I remember going into this chick's like house. She was in sorority, <laughs> and she had like painted letters that said, "I got a Glock in my Rari." Oh I'm my like, god! Watch, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. The yeah. sorority and fraternity rap culture is very weird to me. Yeah, because yeah. they're the first ones that are gonna be like, put something on, kind of. Yeah, that. But at the same time, they're like hypocritical because like. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to stereotype. But a lot of those dudes are like the pro-Trump kind of guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then you know they're listening to Mo Bamba and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're listening weird. to like the radio. Like that's what I'm saying. It's you know a what what very saying? weird like, culture. They like yeah. put music on. Like yeah. Shoot it up, but then to the rest of us, that's what brings it down. Yeah. <laughs> like we look they're at kinda that. They're kind of like milking that culture. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Culture vultures at the at the. Oh, it's finest. Yeah. yeah. It's got a Glock in my Rari, dude. Yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah dude. You guys want to... We, we, we all went to college. You guys want to go in on fraternities a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not... I won't shy away. I uh, feel like yeah. they're kind of like... Do you, do you feel... Could you see how, like, them and, like, gangs are, like, kind of similar, but they're just, yeah. like, glorified? Yeah. And, you mean? Because I remember when I was in Sacramento State, and I'm not going to throw the fraternities' names under the bus, but <laughs> there was fights... or There was fraternities that were actually getting fights with each other. There was, there, there was fraternity members that would tell yeah, no, me. No, for sure. No, and they would. Yeah. They would get uh, go to parties, and all of a sudden they see someone from the, the other fraternity, and they're like, oh, like, and then you mean, like, they got too much testosterone yeah. in, their, in their bodies. And then a lot of them, they get tattoos of their signa, uh, signals. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Yeah, the Greek letters yeah. on yeah, their yeah, arms yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, visible and shit. And it's just like, man, they like. They got calls. They, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they have calls. They have colors, too. They have yeah, dances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like a gang, but you're just. In school, kind of. I will I mean? say to or, play the devil's advocate because I did. I went to Dominguez Hills, mm-hmm. so it's predominantly black and Mexican. Mm-hmm. So fraternity or a Greek life there is a little bit different in that. I almost like it's not annoying there. Yeah, and it really isn't. Like you see these guys and they throw parties and they do stuff like that and they're heavy like on campus, but it's not annoying and they're listening to like more so music that because they're they're immersed in both cultures they got okay. their greek stuff but then they also are in the rap world because yeah that's what they grew up on they're only in the greek shit because they got into college yeah. kind of thing yeah, yeah so like i can see that but i definitely like when you hop on twitter and you see greek laugh on twitter it's like nah get this shit the fuck out of here <laughs> like we're not trying to mess with this shit y'all all dressing the same in the same little white van it really depends i guess to... where you're at like, yeah like city where the the college is at in the city dude because like over in Santa Barbara, it's fucking like the the it's fucking chill over there, dude. Like yeah, I, they throw house parties and it's like I, they, they all get along together. Like they're like they fuck with each other, you know. So it's kind of crazy that you got them beefing over in Sacramento. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Like they <laughs> like legit be beefing and like there be fights. I know there like during my two years there, two and a half, like there was three uh, fraternities kicked off campus. 
You mean there was like so many that were on uh, suspensions or like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of shit was going down with the fraternities. It wasn't cool. And that was more like the Greek fraternities, like the big ones, like Pike, Sigma Chi and Mm. that stuff. But like you said, there's multicultural uh, fraternities and sororities. Those were the cool ones. Like they were putting on like dope events. Like I remember there was a few uh, Latino ones at Sacramento State, Latino and Latina, and they would always, like, bring the eloteros to school, yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd always be yeah, going to those fundraisers, or they'd be having, like, uh, they'd always be pushing for, like, like, baile nights at, in, uh, in the union or whatever, yeah. so it was cool, like, those fraternities, for sure, like, they, they made the college experience a little fun, but, like, the other ones, you know what I mean, like, the big ones, the mm-hmm. national ones, um, I, those, Isla Vista was cracking, though, in, oh, really? in Santa Barbara, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my yeah. sister went to Santa Barbara, and she took me and Ralph to a, uh, UCSB party when we were I think I was a junior and he was a sophomore in high school yeah, yeah, yeah. and she yeah. took us to Isla Vista and that yeah, shit was dude. a motherfucking experience yeah, dude. I can, we can make a podcast just based on those two three nights literally it's just like a street and every a, house a is wild. just cracking dog like, yeah every house is couches cracking couches being thrown yeah. out windows mm-hmm. shit's on fire like it's wild it's like I've, a party yeah. to the max I've, I've, I forgot what it was like what event or like what Deltopia Something no. like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that. And I went, I remember, with my ex, and that shit was, it was super, super It was cracking, fun. man. Yeah. I, if I went to UCSB, I would have not graduated college. <laughs> That's how I feel like. <laughs> That's sure. what I was thinking. Because sure. my cousin was trying to, like, push me to go over there, you know? Because that's where she stays at. <laughs> And she was like, I was like, dude, if I come out here, I'm going to run the DJ game out here. Like, yeah. I'll be DJing was, every house party. Like, that would have been tight, And I'm just going to say, fuck school, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. I kind of stayed away from most of the, the Greek life stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I wasn't involved, so, like, I I, don't, I didn't know when anything was going down or whatever. But, like, yeah. it just seemed like, at my school at least, all of those dudes were so interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> like, in class, like, like, I have one guy in a fraternity in this class and another guy in this class and if you switch them they'd, it'd be the same <laughs> the same dude yeah it, it's crazy it's they dress like, the same it's like I don't know why they all want to dress the same they're all like ex-football players usually yeah, they, 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 they come from parents with money you mean yeah, like that's what I don't like this like it's gonna, it's gonna be fucked up to say but they're definitely the kids who peaked in high school oh yeah and oh, want, I was just about to say that and yeah. want to maintain that peak yeah. I gotta give it to them a lot of like them the do maintain that, go, that peak yeah. the dudes that but, buy like all the class rings and yeah. like, <laughs> from high school and it's just like alright bro we get yeah, it cause I remember I remember playing. You guys ever do intramural sports at your colleges? Nah, I tried to, but yeah. I was a free agent. No one picked me up. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I, I remember doing message some dudes. They're like, "Oh, we're full, man." Like, so yeah. Yeah. But I remember doing flag football with a couple of friends, and you're mostly playing fraternity teams, mm. right? And like, they all got the same haircuts, and they're all like, they all have the gear. You mean they all have the nice leggings? They all got the gloves, <laughs> the sleeves, and they're like better than average, but they're not great. You know what I mean? Like, they're not great players, but they all like. You mean they caught a touchdown? They flex on you. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's just yeah. like, bro, chill out. It's like a flag football game. Like, I, I'll, I'll I don't care my, if I win or lose. You're like, <laughs> I just want, like, I just want to play. I'm biting my tongue right now because we all know who we're talking about because we all grew up. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Shit. yeah. So we know who we're talking about yeah. right now, but Some we can't part, yeah. say no names. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I definitely without saying the names, exactly without saying the names, they know who they are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It was just funny to see that in college, though. Like you see, like that happens everywhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, bro. You going Jay Corners, dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah, man. College is a good, a good like musical experience. I feel like if you if you like the music industry and like you just like music in itself, like the creative side of it, like you two, you guys yeah. make music. Me, I just listen to it and try to just get put onto as much things mm-hmm. as I can to have like. For me, it's always about building my crate, regardless of 
you know, working in the music industry, having an impact in it, having my footprint in it. I just want to be able to look back and have an archive of music that's just hard to me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely love that about college because you get, aside from especially us being like more underground and lyrical rap, like we were at those events, we were out, we were living mm-hmm. like nightlife. So we see mm-hmm. what cracks in the club. You're a DJ, you know yeah. what cracks. You listen to lyrical shit, but you're also gonna yeah. be able to vibe with yeah, you know, yeah. what's just popping at the time. And I feel like college is definitely that that time where we get to we get to play both sides of that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be in my bag with this artist, but I also fuck with this dude and, and yeah, all kinds yeah. of shit like that. Yeah, for yeah. college for college for me, I got definitely got into like a couple different genres, like that indie, that soft stuff. Mm-hmm. Kinda like SZA, mm-hmm. kinda like her. Um, Kehlani, J- uh, Janae Aiko, yeah. and um, Miguel. You I mean I was into more of that stuff because like there was definitely a lot more people that were into that type of music. And then also too, like I- I'd fuck around and go to like those reggaeton nights and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. at the clubs because. There was a lot of like Hispanic so chicks out there. I'm telling Jesus, telling no lies right now. That's where all the fine Latina females are. Right right oh, dancing to Bad Bunny, dancing to Maluma. You know what I mean? Can we talk about that? Like the Latino push in hip hop yeah, right now. Bro. That's crazy. That, that is crazy. As as like and you know what? as it's becoming. I like, knocked it at first, but he actually had a line on one song. Uh, if you if you follow like like reggaeton or like the, you know the Spanish singers, there's like there's a dude named. Uh, Romeo Santos. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, Bad Bunny has a line where he goes, I could be, I'll say it in English, but he says, I could be a Romeo, but I ain't no Santo. Oh, and I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, why didn't no one ever think of yeah, it? Yeah, you know what I mean? shit like that. But uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I was listening to his rap, so and I was like, he's actually, this was actually rapping. Like, he's yeah. not bad, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, I think it's crazy that it's like at that level. Right Even now. just like, and it's just so funny because of the climate of how people are viewing Latinos right yeah. now, especially is like, mm-hmm. We're definitely trying to get like buried, but we're popping up like we were yeah. seeds. Like you can't yeah. deny that. Like hey, we're a resilient culture for sure. Yeah, definitely, we're Mexican hands, bro. And, and, and it is showing. And for it to yeah. to reach into hip hop and seeing DJ Khaled sample Carlos Santana, which yeah. is the shit that yeah, my parents listen dude. to. Like I hear Carlos Santana, that takes me right back to my grandparents' backyard yeah. and those family parties. Yeah. So for that side of my culture and for that side of who I am. To be now shining in hip hop is yeah. wild, and it's mm-hmm. like, yo, like this is dope. Like we could really make, we could really make a name for ourselves right now, and this mm-hmm. is the time to do it. And yeah, you're seeing it. It's crazy because yeah. Cardi uh, B showing that. that oh yeah, that dude. side of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then <laughs> like, people were like, when I play the song and she sings in Spanish or raps, whatever, you know, like, oh, she knows Spanish. What the fuck? Like, you know where she's from, <laughs> dude? Like, come on now, you can't be that ignorant. Right yeah, now. like I think New York definitely. Um, kind of pioneers that mix yeah. of like Port, yeah. Latino and black culture being yeah. together because it's so I mean it's just sometimes hard so to diverse. identify who's yeah, who. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whereas There's like a lot of Dominicans LA. that get pissed, dude, like mm-hmm. hey, like, oh what's up, you Mexican? Like, nah I'm motherfucker, like I'm yeah. Dominican. Uh-huh. They get pissed, yeah. bro. They get uh-huh. pissed. And that that's the thing about LA is like for them it's just kinda of hard, so they kind of it's hard to tell, so they kinda of stick together. Yeah. Whereas like LA, like you think about lowrider culture. You think about Mexicans, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's a lot of black people who mess with that same oh, yeah. culture. I mean, currency, and, yeah. dude. And it's all exactly it's six four impalas, all yeah. of that. Like it's always been intertwined with each other. So it's nice to see that it kind of get pulled into the culture in like a respected way, almost like. Yep. I know so many people who got flamed for wearing Cortezes. Yeah. Like back in the day, everyone used to get hated on for those. They yeah. weird shoes and everything. My cousin used to rock them all the time, and I he was super hip hop. That's like my first experience with like that real like mm-hmm. underground hip-hop was through my cousin he always had yeah. a fresh pair of cortezes 
And so to see, like, yo, that's tight to me, seeing those shoes, but then seeing people hate on it is like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. that's the Mexican shoe, whatever. And just <laughs> yeah. ignoring that, but now kids are standing in line waiting for Cortez. Cortez. Yeah. That's Kenny's. wild to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, y'all just completely flip-flopped, which I'm cool Culture with. Vultures, bro. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm Dude, cool with dickies. it. Dickies. Dickies. And the cuts, <laughs> cuffing them at the end, Cuff, too. Yeah. Even joggers. Like, yeah. Mexicans was doing that with yeah. rubber bands yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah. Blamed for it. <laughs> yeah. And now everybody want to ride. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You know how to hide the rubber band. Put socks <laughs> in your converse and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Make that shit puffy right now. <laughs> oh, and all of that man. shit was like, yo, what are y'all doing back then? But now it's yeah, like yeah. the forefront of the culture. Mm-hmm. And people can't deny that that's... That's the wave. And you can even go cuisine-wise. Like, I can't tell you how many times on Twitter you see, like, someone making an elote, but, like, in a yeah, cup. Yeah, like, like this or they got, version. like, the rainbow, like, cheese and shit. <laughs> yeah. The rainbow elote, like, what? Street corn. Street yeah, corn. Street corn. Or the, the little conchas, too. They'd be doing wild yeah. stuff with that, too. You know what they just figured out recently was, uh... Cactus and opal, you can yeah, you, yeah. You, you can like cook it and shit. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, if you eat this, like it's amazing. I'm like, bro, we've been had that with eggs yeah, you know, all the time. They just discovered this shit, yeah, like, bro. Is, but I do like, and I big up, especially Latinos and Mexicans in particular, just because we're out here, so we see that predominantly. But they're able to kind of flip because that's gentrification, you know, yeah, taking yeah. that, yeah, and flipping yeah. it, oh, yeah. making it cool. But what I'm seeing is a lot of Mexicans taking that formula and running it with them for themselves. Yeah. So like, this is my business, yeah. but I'll, I'll bite off of your ideas, but this is the original, so I'm going to push it. Like yeah. Michoacanas? Like, those are yeah. popping up everywhere on Orange know, County, Riverside. Like, like, at even, the same time, they're all... There's these. a yeah. spot over off of Tustin. It's right across from the like the 7-Eleven and the KFC right there mm-hmm. on Tustin. Yeah. There's a spot like Molino de Oro. Dude, I go there every week. That shit's it's so fire. Good. Yeah. And it's like super it's modern. It's that one with like, a yellow like, background on the side, right? And it's got a... I think so. I know what you're talking about. It's they just put a new sign up. Planet Fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're in that plaza. Uh-huh. Yeah, and okay. they got like their menu on like a on a flat screen it's TV. So good. It's they so got good. a little bakery. I've never on been the there, side. but I always drive by. Oh, it. they got some oh, like shit. they got some good food, and it's like a lot of food for like three dollars. Oh, they got some meal. bread from there. A whole meal. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. only three bucks. You could get like a some like some of their breakfasts are like two dollars. Oh, yeah, and it's fire. It's damn. I'm about to check it out. Like Impact Juice Bar. I know you go to Impact. That's Mexican owned. I know. I see that. Yeah, that's crazy that we're able to like we're recognizing that we're in the culture right now. Yeah. This turned into La Raza podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Brown is beautiful. Hell yeah. Right. Coming up next week on OC Raza. <laughs> uh, Yo, low key, we actually recorded this at Original Mike's. Bro. We took a break. We shot over to Original Mike to really get the feeling. We're currently in a six foreign policy. Eating some elotes and street corn. Hey, I got a hairnet on right now. <laughs> We're listening to War just right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. That's real, man. man. Yeah. Going back to like calling it street corn, I remember going to get tacos with a coworker. And she's like, oh, are they street tacos? I'm like, what are you, it's <laughs> tacos. Yeah. Street tacos. B-dubs got street tacos and they're far from street tacos, bro. <laughs> and their stomachs ain't used to it. Yeah. They be in the diarrhea. B-dubs mixes like, Mixes like ranch and ketchup, and they throw it on the tacos, and they call them street tacos, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? You ever, if there's ever a really big line, like outside, of, you know, when you leave a club and shit, there's always a big line outside the taco man mm. and the, the bacon wrap hot dogs and everything. Yeah. I always kick game to people just to shorten the line. I'll be like, you know, they don't wash that grill. They just put yeah, same here. I did the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, for real? Oh, yo, let's get out of here. Let's yeah. get out of here. <laughs> 
That line is short enough, and I look at you right in the front. Yo, last time I had this, yo, I had mad diarrhea, bro. Did not. That's I'm gonna have so it funny. again though. And there's so many of them too though. Yeah, like, they're, they're lined up. They're capitalizing for sure. Yeah. It is crazy though to like actually see how they do it though. Like you know they got the like the yeah. shopping yeah. carts and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, What's yo, that's crazy? wild, bro. What's crazy is that like um, I my friends from Arizona they came came by and they're not they don't live here they don't, they don't ever yeah. visit and like I had mentioned that and they're they're, they're like what like what are you talking about I'm yeah. Like, that's they crazy. just make hot dogs and they're really good and it's like a huge thing in the culture that's around. crazy yeah. yeah well that's like that's the whole thing with the whole like other side of the country like there's yeah. whole ass like people who grew up like never like never seen understanding it. like you mean like yeah. ice cream trucks or like the the, the eloteros and yeah. like people yeah. like passing out the paletas and stuff yeah. like that you know what I mean like that was just like to us that's like, what I'm saying it's normal. wild dude like if that's you're an outsider can park. you imagine hitting LA and you see a lady <laughs> yeah. in a shopping cart making hot dogs that's what I don't understand why like, they hate you're us you're from Missouri yeah. you'd be like what the fuck exactly. like, what is that like, you should love is us that because clean? of that yeah, yeah. I took innovators in, bro innovators hell yeah I took in downtown Santa Ana like 4th Street Market they were blown away and they, they noticed like all the Latino culture and everything uh, and like, they got that one you know, uh, 4th Street recently though yeah, yeah. look like it's gentrified. Yeah, I never went. I think over the only there, like, like legit when I was younger before? Or anything, but oh. like I, I go there a lot now. It's like pinata shops and. Like, yeah. Can we talk oh, about the rest can... of Orange County? Though? Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> especially because like we all are from here. <laughs> Popping the top of my crispy voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crispy voice is the best, oh. the best means. But we're all we're all from here. We're all like proud. Like I know I I love living in Orange County. Oh, same here, bro. Yeah, I mean it's. it's I would have mind raising my kids, but of course, there's so much that also comes with Orange County that's just so (laughs) garbage that all of us hate. I know for me, one of the biggest things, and I think it's because I've moved around. I've lived in almost every single county. I've lived in L.A. County, Riverside County, and then now Orange County. And I could say I love Orange County, like I want to stay here, but kids from here always want to leave, and like it's like yo, I want to go to Santa Monica. It's like, yo, you're going to pay double the rent, and you're going to be in a place you're not familiar with. You might get stabbed out there by some <laughs> random homeless crazy person. And it's like, what is out in Santa Monica that isn't out here? Mm-hmm. That you like, they're, not, they're not in the same culture as us. So I yeah. can see us going to Fairfax to be immersed in like that side of things. And that's why we take those trips to mm-hmm. really you know, be in that culture because we're rap fans and everything, yeah. and we want to be around that. But it's like... What are you, what's in Santa Monica in some little apartment that you can't get from Newport? Like mm-hmm. you be doing the same corny shit out there that you yeah. did here. Yeah. yeah. Like what's what's the what's the significance in the, that move? The status of saying I live in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I guess, but is yeah, Orange County? Say, but I've I, always grown up in Orange County better. It's in the, it, and it's in the up and up now more than ever, dude. Right. You got like Irvine building yeah. all these like buildings, malls, you know, and stuff, and then you got. Um, South County and all them. Yeah, too. like over there by South Coast and so you know what I mean. Like you probably seen it as better because like it's LA, it, dude. It, things are starting to yeah. get gentrified now. So like you think of like Echo Park. Mm, a lot of people live there now, but that was kind of like a bad, not a bad, yeah. but just like people weren't moving there. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then you would if in that time you would think of Orange County like it's nicer. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah. LA's okay, kind of weird too, saying. bro. Because I went to a bar last week and it was like a. It was like in the middle of literally um, Skid Row, dude. Yeah, literally, that's what they do. Like so like, no, night. no, it's like it's like a it's like a bar. They have karaoke night sometimes, but it's a really nice bar, and they have yeah. like an outside patio. It's almost it reminded me of Golden Road when it first opened. Okay, so it was kind of like that. 
But literally, we were like, let's go walk around and go to another bar. Dude, we walked around. We were walking in the middle of fucking Skid Row. Yeah, yeah. It's and wild I was, like and that. me and my brother were like, dude, we're about to get shanked or some shit, bro. <laughs> See, I literally. like that part of LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this side of that shit. Literally, but like, dude. I feel like. And I'm... it's not like we were scared, but it was just like, it's so weird how we went from such a nice bar to like literally walking yeah. a light. Mm-hmm. And we're in the middle of nowhere, bro. That's where, like, that's where, like, what we're saying, what we're talking about. Like, I'm cool with being there because it's yeah. just like that's not that right. big a deal to me to yeah. be in that spot mm-hmm. to walk out and see that shit. But I'm like, I look at some of these girls who move yeah. to Santa Monica. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Imagine yeah. a 20 You know, your ass is gonna get hit and up heels, out there. Mini skirt. Yeah, walking through that shit. On, like, are you crazy? Like, I don't like, want to say your feet gonna like, be fucked up, but yeah, you, might you get need to you need to dip out of there. And like, there's like this whole wave of like dive bars and like shitty bars. Mm-hmm. cool now yeah and it's like yo you act up in there some of the locals are gonna fuck oh, you yeah, dude. like and there's definitely that feeling and that vibe you get when yeah. you walk in those places and i like being in those places just because they're tight but like i go to those places without my girlfriend because i'm not gonna put her in that situation yeah. like, yo you're not built for this so i'm not gonna drag you to yeah. this so we can get some instagram pictures fuck that <laughs> i'll go to that shit on my own because i know the grand yeah i know i got a little blade in my pocket too if anybody yeah, yeah. but that's just how it is i'm like I feel like Orange County thinks they can, like, handle that. And these kids, like, think that, like, that's that edgy side. Because they all want to be edgy. True. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, you can be edgy, but all y'all want to do that, but you calling the cops as soon as you. Yeah. (laughs) There's definitely, like, edgy people out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's like, the people that you hear saying shit like that, it's like, nah. The ones who are up front about it, like, you need to get out of this toxic city. Get the fuck out of this city. The city is real fucking nice. We got some good air. Yeah, so it's literally not toxic. (laughs) And the people here aren't even that bad. You ain't been to a city where somebody's gonna yell at you because you took a second out of at the light. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers will get out their car and tell your ass to move. Mm -hmm. Like Orange County kids ain't even used to using their horn. Yeah. Like, I just think Orange County kids like they want to be somewhere else. Like yeah. they, they don't realize maybe it's because they don't realize how good they had it here or maybe. something like that. But I know like there's a huge wave too, especially like from the high school we're from and just like everywhere like country like mm-hmm. like there's so many Orange County kids that swear they're country now because they throw on some boots and like go to <laughs> they, they know how to square dance and shit. Was- <laughs> and, and and like my sister's a pretty big victim of that too. I don't want to like shout out to her or anything, but like I know she won't listen to it either. But, but, <laughs> go in, <laughs> but, but she she's all about that now, and she like she she rides horses now, and like but she swears like she. She could live out on a farm just because she grew up with horses and she grew up like um, um, working at a stable for a couple of years mm-hmm. and like I don't know I just feel like it's a, it's a completely different thing like we're still like very immersed in a yeah. city type yeah, culture definitely. like going out to the country like she wants to like Can one you day move a out she one day wants to move out to Nebraska and like Whew. live live out there and I'm just like ooh like that's a, <laughs> it's gonna be a rude awakening for you I'm not saying you can't handle it but it's just gonna be a rude awakening because yeah. it's way different yeah. than what it's made out to be for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, exactly what you said. And, like, <laughs> to bring up another point about, just because we're talking about the country, I always crack up, and I joke with my girlfriend about this all the time. You can see people have, like, their country outing outfit. Yeah, like, when they're going to a country bar, they have, like, a specific outfit that is like different from yeah. their, their normal wardrobe, yeah. but it's specifically for that. And I know people do that in rap, too, and that's, like, that, that culture vultureness of, like, when you go to, like, a day and night festival, people have their festival outfit yeah, and yes. that shit fucks me up because like to me people like pride that like oh my yeah. festival outfit everyone's so like prideful of their festival outfit but to me i'm like yo that shit is mad corny yeah like yeah. if you're gonna be in this hip-hop culture or even i mean, i could speak from vice versa even though i'm not in, i don't know shit about country but i assume people in the country who are really immersed in it are like if you're gonna be part of this culture 
your wardrobe and how you dress and how you act should reflect that 24 7 mm-hmm. not just when you're at the venue yeah. you shouldn't just have a little country outfit yeah. that should just be who you are it's yeah. like halloween like, bro i could put this yeah. shit like, it's like halloween at a festival all That's of us right now like what like. we're wearing we could go to a rap show and blend in because we, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> well we we speak rap rap is every day to us mm-hmm. like we can go there and not feel out of place because we just wear this shit. Like, that's exactly what rap is. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be a blend of style, art, yeah. you know, music. All of that should be in, intertwined. Right. And I feel like now more than ever, what we're talking about with, like, country, people have these little outfits and they're so, like, prideful of yeah. it. I'm like, yo, that shit is whack. I can't speak for EDC because I know they have, like... Yeah, well, you, can't, you can't be wearing that shit out in yeah, no, like, do so, like, like, get that shit. I get that shit, but it's like I was about to say some shit, but that, that, that would have been a huge pause, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, with, but girls be wearing shit. It's like, oh, you can't wear this shit in the street. Yeah, like, you no, so I understand thinking, that. That's like, like some girls just wear shorts and then they wear like the pasties, and that's mm-hmm. it, dude. Yeah, no top, nothing. Just and pasties. for them, that concert is the culture. Yeah, that's yeah. where they're able to step into that culture. Yeah. But for us, like, we eat, sleep. And breathe hip hop yeah. because that's what we do. So I'm gonna dress like it all the time. I got TDE merch on right now. Yeah. I can go to a show and be normal. Whereas like some little girl who's out running around got money from her parents to go to the show. She has to also go to Urban Outfitters to get her mm. day and night festival yeah. outfit. Yeah. And it's like yeah, that's where you fucking up, and that's where I'm not. I'm not. And really... it's like why are you? Where are you? What are you going for? Yeah, exactly. Like, like you want to be seen? Yeah. Or... Yeah. Exactly. Oh, for sure. They're going. Exactly. Like they're going. They're not living in the moment. They're mm-hmm. going for the grand. It's like Coachella, dude. For the lights. They're yeah, going for Coachella. Coachella's yeah. just like, oh, I'm at Coachella. Like yeah. people, and that's that's what people want to do. They just want to yeah. post it on social media. Wanna, I'm not gonna lie, Coachella was dope. I really enjoyed. No, it. yeah, I want to go to Coachella. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, like, I yeah, that's definitely like that's goes without saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and I feel like there definitely one. are the people that go just to, to enjoy, enjoy the music. You know what I mean? It's like EDC, dude. EDC is the same way. Like. You go to EDC for the music, but then there's that big old group of just kids yeah. that want to go just do drugs and do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's wild to me, cause like I always hear like people talk about like, yo, we can't go out without somebody posting about it, or we can't go to a rap show or like any performance without recording the whole thing. But it's like I don't know if I don't know if we're just cut from a different cloth, but like. I don't record shit. Yeah, like, either. I always want to. Me I too. want to and put I'm shit like, on my like, Instagram, like, but I don't. If I'm hearing something that, 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 like, a song that I really like, and I'm, I'm about to record it, I'm like, well, I just kind of want to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, even it's stupid. Like, I sometimes, like, I'll dress a certain way. Like, I'll get a pair of shoes, and I'm like, I want to get my fit off. Like, I yeah. want to post about my fit, like, on Instagram. But when I'm there, and I'm out, and I'm like, yo, we're going out tonight. We're going to hit Proof and Santa yeah. Ana or whatever, like, Oh, I got my fit on today. Like, I want to snap a couple pictures before we leave. I never do. Yeah. And it's like because I don't I can't know. Tell you how just many times that's really happened, living bro. in yeah. that moment. And yeah. It's just crazy for us to be come from that side of it, but to see like when we're out, we do see like people wild out just for that fifteen seconds. Yeah. Like, yo, 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 and then boom. Yeah. Right back, right back to <laughs> and then it's just on it, posting it, seeing the reaction. So it's wild to see. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like, I've literally seen, uh, because I, I DJed and I opened for a DJ one time, and uh, he had, like, one of his boys up there, you know, his homie or whatever, and he wasn't vibing out at all the whole time. Just, he was just up there, you know? And then he brings out his phone and starts going hard, like, yeah. boom, boom. And then he goes back. back to, yeah, yeah, back to wild, just being man. plain old dude. I'm like, oh, man. And they just can't like, bring this up to it's people so embarrassing like that, because they, no. take, they take major offense to it. Yeah, yeah and it's for like, sure. Okay. But it, it kind of ruined the fun, like, yeah. of going out. Like, it's not what it... I always watch Entourage, because I love that show from yeah. back in the day. And, like, you see their experience going out. It's so tight. And, like, 
seeing people party, but that was a different time when it was flip phones. Yeah. There was no camera on that motherfucker. Yeah. Right. Whereas like now we can't escape that. We're always gonna be running into people who just are on their phones like way too much and, and waiting for the moment, you yeah, know, waiting to capture some type that, of moment. It ruins that entire night. Like yeah. you know, everybody just hanging on to the corner of the wall. Like, yeah, like I said <laughs> earlier, what are you what are you going and doing stuff for? Like Yeah. yeah. You we're want talking all about... these other people that you don't even know yeah. that you've never met to like... to know that you're doing this or do you want to like have fun? <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's almost to a point where I'm like, yo, keep it a buck. Go to the club for literally only fifteen seconds. If that's all you want to do, yeah, yeah. go in there, record that 15 seconds, and go home. Mm-hmm. Like, because you ruin the vibe. Then you go on Twitter and complain about like, yo, I'm a homebody. I hate going out. I get you want to yeah. post about going out every yeah, time yeah. you go out. Yeah, yeah. So do that. Live by that shit. Go to the club, record it for 15 seconds, go home, and be your homebody. If yeah. that's what mm-hmm. you want to do. Like, get or the fuck be out an of our way. Homebody. Yeah. <laughs> or be exactly. <laughs> Weirdos want to talk about how much they love Netflix and pizza, but are, are so concerned with everybody else's opinion about yeah, them at the yeah, same time. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. And we were talking about uh, fraternities and sororities earlier, earlier too, mm-hmm. and I, I thought, like, they're a huge group of people that do that, too. They'll always be, like, at parties, they'll be posting a lot about their drinks, and, like, mm-hmm. they'll have, like you said, that 15 or 10 second snap. Or they're like wilding out, like dancing <laughs> with their friends, or like taking shots. But then the rest of the night, they're just like it's back. mellowed out, like just on their phones, seeing, like you said, seeing their reactions or interacting, texting people at the party. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it, I've been to a couple parties like that. I'm just like, like what, what the hell are you guys always, doing? You know? They would always do like the the philanthropy events, mm-hmm. but like it was just you know like they took pictures before, like they got shit faced. Like yeah. they're, they're not doing it for that. Yeah, so. yeah. The event, I understand that though, because sometimes you gotta you gotta take it to the administration, say we're doing this for a reason, but you yeah. just really want to get yeah. black out, yeah. do mm-hmm. coke. <laughs> and if that's your thing, then go for it. Because you know that's what they all did. But like what you were saying, like I was talking earlier about how my sister brought me and Ralph when we were in high school. And even at that time, because like I said, we were juniors, like Instagram wasn't a thing yet. Like that oh, yeah. 15 seconds wasn't a thing. Like it was Facebook. But like with Facebook, you just got a couple pictures off. And then you kind of put your phone away for the rest of the night. Because you couldn't. You couldn't hop on a live. You couldn't stream it. You couldn't post up a story. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, you got those pictures off, but then you went back to partying. And I almost, even though that's like a, I feel like that's the middle ground between what it used to be when there was no phones and people were just having fun versus now everybody's on their phone. That was like the middle ground. And like seeing that was dope. And being part of that as a fucking junior in high school was dope to see that that's, that's how a college party goes down. And like... It was like what we saw in the movies, like Blue Mountain State and shit. People yeah. were wilding out. Like, <laughs> nobody had a phone in that show, Yeah, which is crazy. And I, it sounds like we're saying, doing that whole meme of, uh, this is people oh, yeah. just living, living in a moment. In the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's all these wild ass, like... We're like 1776. Yeah, and it's like some crazy ass, horrible time. In this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Civil War. The Civil War, yeah. 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 <laughs> I won't lie, though, you know, I love going on Twitter, Instagram, and all that, but mm. there's like, there's a time and place. Yeah, I mean, I hate when people are in, in concerts and they're on their phone, like on Twitter. Yeah, and you Instagram. see that, like, you see that little blue... <laughs> that blue screen with yeah, the word on up. it, you're like, get the fuck Come out on. of here. Like, you Unless you're like, like a hip-hop page, and then, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And then people want you to record live shows that you go to, then I get it. Yeah, for sure. But think about it, like, if I were to post a live video of a DJ, like, how many people really want to see that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. like one or two, and that's it. And that's but, what I yeah. don't understand. Like, we have platforms for that already, but I guess we're so, our generation is so, like, microwave. Like, we yeah. want it, like, mm-hmm. in way shorter increments that, like, because they have the boiler room. I yeah. love watching the yep. boiler room. I'll cut that shit onto the TV and just kind of, you know, go about my day while it plays and listen yeah. to somebody's set. But people don't want to see that. I feel like people 
there's like half of people who want to see just that 15 seconds and the other half of people that yeah. are like, yo, why the fuck you recording the whole night? Mm-hmm. But then you say that, but you do the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We come from a very hypocritical yeah, <laughs> generation that's like, loves to, I always crack up when like some scandal cracks and I can't think of an example. Like Kevin Hart? Like the shit about him? Or I always see like something happens and you see people who are mad at the people who are mad about something, mm. but you don't see the people who are mad about something. It's just people pretending to be mad at them. That sounds fucked up. Yeah. But, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, say... Or people... Say say Zeus was wearing, like, um... Shit, like, a cowboy hat or something. Let's flip this. So, like, white <laughs> culture thinks that Zeus is appropriating their culture. Yo, he's appropriating white people. He's wearing mm. uh, a cowboy hat. But then, like, you get all these people online saying, yo, why the fuck you mad at him? Let him do what he's doing. Oh, oh yeah. Like, but the reaction like, to the reaction. Exactly. And okay. you don't even see the initial reaction. Yes. You just see people reacting to a reaction that yeah. didn't actually occur. Okay. It's like, what are you doing? That shit don't make no sense to me. Yeah. You know like, who I, I see that a lot let with? this girl wear... Uh, uh, like an Asian dress. Yeah. Or, like let her wear this Asian dress. But it's like nobody's mad at her. You know who I? Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay, that you see that a lot too. But I also see that with that that Caitlyn. Uh, I forgot her name, last name. But she's that chick on Twitter who's like all about like guns, all the guns. keeping yeah. guns. Like, mm-hmm. but you always see like so many quotes of. You mean like so many retweeted quotes of hers? Of her, yeah. And so you see the reaction of the reaction, but not the actual initial reaction, yeah, like in her comments exactly. and stuff like that. And that's where I feel like the dialogue is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't have it there. We have it millions of retweets later yeah. and it's like what are we even talking about anymore yeah it's only because that's why nothing different. ever gets yeah nothing but yeah, ever you, gets you've been brought up like that one i remember there's a girl like next to a pocahontas costume and like someone Something like, like blasted her for, yeah like, oh like we're not gonna appropriate you know that culture and it's like bro it's a it's a cartoon movie you yeah know? like chill yeah. out with that shit you know not the, everything is social appropriating justice social media is uh, just as words right yeah like that? yeah yeah, because was some chick that I follow brought that up because she wanted to be a Pocahontas and they were flaming her. Yeah. And then she was like going off on them like, fuck all you, you know, social media, just as warriors, whatever the fuck. And she was like, then this should be appropriated too. And she was just pulling out mad costumes yeah. that people wear, you know, and yeah. it's just like. I think there's a place for those people, definitely. But at the same time. Yeah, like, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. there's a place in time. Yeah, there's, there's you know a time when things need to get called too? out. It's usually like white people being like, calling this is it out. Wrong. Yeah, uh-huh. which is yeah. always so interesting to me. And like, if you ever go to the protests in LA where you see like, you know, police brutality and stuff like that, it's always suburban white kids yeah, who yeah. are the most like vocal about and it. And is that good or is it weird? I, or what? I, I take it as weird. Because especially like I'm always I'm super like passionate about like gentrification and always trying to like push back against that. So a lot of times I'll hear people voice about gentrification and be like, no, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's horrible. We need to keep this culture alive. But at the same time, I'm like, you won't immerse yourself in that culture yeah. because you're scared of it. Yeah. So don't talk about it. Don't try to fight this fight when you're too afraid to be involved in it yourself, yeah. Yeah. or you don't have that experience that we have with it. So, but I mean, I can see why it's good. It's good to have that side, but I feel like people are distasteful and they feel like I'm going to voice out as like a... It's a, convenient for... Yeah. yeah. Or Super like they yeah. feel like their voice is stronger because they're not of that group. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, if I'm coming in saying this is wrong, then everyone should listen because I'm not even from that group. Yeah. Right. And it's like, nah, that's not how it rides. Like, yeah. <laughs> yo, you can't, you can't voice your opinion about this shit. I feel like that's a theme of with yeah. me is like if you are not immersed in it, you can't 
voice your opinion about it. And you just need to respect that. You can yeah. have your opinion, but just don't be so vocal about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like, it's cool to support it and all, but I'm once, never... you, once you start stepping over that boundary where you're just yelling out random shit, yeah, and just because like, you hear that's what happens in that culture, it's uh-huh. like, like, nah. You know? I'm never mad at somebody who supports Trump. I've never been mad at somebody who supports yeah. Trump. But when you start being irrational and yeah. bringing up all these weird topics and like saying that this is happening when it's not and it's mm-hmm. like something might be right in front of your face and you're like, no, 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 no this is what's going on down yeah. there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I'm showing you a picture. You don't uh-huh. believe in facts? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. like, if you can't have that dialogue, that's where I have the issue. Yeah, like, you want to have that opinion? Have it. Yeah. I'm cool with that. A lot man. of people are scared to have that discussion. You know, yeah. like they run away from it as soon as you, yeah. you drop that kind of yeah. discussion. Yeah. If we differ in opinions, but we can have a healthy conversation about it where we're not attacking each other, where we can understand, yeah. then, then I'm going to respect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I sure. think this generation, like, maybe lacks, like, healthy communication, like, mm-hmm. oh, definitely. you know, like, especially, <laughs> you mean, like, like, even going back to, like, high school days and stuff like that, or in so many different aspects, you mean, like, we didn't really communicate as well, and, like, just um, a large majority of people don't communicate well and communicate their opinions and mm-hmm. feelings and stuff like that. And then you le- you kind of left, like, uh, not knowing like what the other person thinks and I don't know sometimes it, it just like yeah. gets into weird shit like I'm just thinking like relationship wise I was gonna I say that's why most relationships don't even last nowadays because communication bro. is key but they that could be a whole hour topic bro but I, know. Yeah. I think we were given the privilege to be like you know what fuck this I'm gonna walk away mm-hmm. whereas like in past generations they didn't like yeah. they had to have those conversations yeah. to be able to be able to walk out of their house feeling mm-hmm. safe like they had to have those we don't have to. Like, mm-hmm. I can be in a conversation with somebody, and they can be spilling all these facts to me, even if it's from, like, another side that I don't agree with. Like, say it's from the alt-right. They could be giving me facts, mm-hmm. like, giving me statistics and everything, and I have that privilege to be like, you know what? Fuck you. I ain't gonna listen to yeah, you. Yeah, you block And them. I can walk away. Or that. Or even too. if we're having it in person. Yeah. I have that privilege of being, like, I'm not a minority anymore. I'm not this submissive minority that has to be like, oh, okay, I'll just listen to you right now. Yeah, I can yeah. be like, no, if I'm sitting right in front of you, I'd be like... No, fuck what you saying, man. You're wrong. And I could dip out yeah. without feeling like I'm going to get killed for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might try me, but it, it's not going to it's not going to play out like that. And we were given that privilege and I feel like now, especially our generation, we kind of um took advantage of that to where we don't want to have any conversations yeah, with right. each other anymore. Like I have my opinion and you're not going to change it anymore. Right. Where it's like hard-headed I can have yeah. like me and Ralph have like great conversations because me and him come from two different sides. Like he sees something that I don't. And when me and him have conversations, I'll see him tweet something wild. And I don't ever want to get on there publicly and be like, yo, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. But I'll DM him. And me and him will have like these 45 to like, like he'll send me like a paragraph. It looks like a thesis thing. <laughs> and I'll send one back. And me and him have these conversations. And it's like, I learn from his point of view. Especially because right. me and him come from similar backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So to have different viewpoints is like, I want to hear him out. Like what he's got to say. And I'll leave those conversations being like, yo, he's right, like, in what he's saying. And I can definitely see from that perspective now. Yeah. And that's, like, a constructive conversation. And that's, like, dialogue. And a lot of of people hate being wrong, too. So they Uh don't want to be proven wrong. So, like, it's that fear. And maybe that's why they don't have that communicative aspect. And they're afraid. And with me and him, it's like, at the end of, like, a conversation with Ralph, he's not thinking, like, yo, Vince is wrong. And I'm never thinking, like, yo, Ralph is wrong. It's like, yo, we just learned something from each other. That's it. Like, that's where it stops. Like, we learn something. I gain perspective. He gain perspective. And we go on being homies. Like, we have always been. And it's crazy to think, because me and Ralph was the ones that was doing wild shit. We never had, like, deep conversations. But we're able to now, at an older age, and just, like, grow from that. It's kind of wild. But nobody wants to have those conversations with each other. Especially somebody that you don't know. And, And 
I'm I'm at fault to that too because if I don't know somebody and they come at me with the same point of view that Ralph might have had, yeah. I might be like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to talk to you. Exactly. I don't know you like that. I'll hear Ralph out, but fuck you. Yeah, you don't give him the time of yeah, day. Yeah, I won't give him that time of day. Fuck that. Yeah. We like that 250 characters we have. Yeah, I'm just saying we got we, that in real life. We live in a generation <laughs> yeah, though like hit that. the gold mine with that yeah. one. We live in a generation that wants to like everything, you know, kind of short and sweet. We don't want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, just sure. even like that tutorial video we watched yeah, earlier. Yeah, sure, before we started this. You, yeah, like it had a whole introduction. We're like, <laughs> we God damn, we jokes. just want to skip to the, you know, the actual hand, hand, get your hands dirty part. Yeah, kind of deal. I like, I love sneakers, so I'm always watching like sneakerheads on YouTube, and the same thing. Like, I, I understand, you know, YouTubers got to get their 10 minute videos so they can add in B rolls or ad rolls and stuff so they can get paid. I get that, but it's like, yo, I want to see a pair of shoes, bro. I don't want to hear about your day. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here, son. Like, I don't want to see your off-white that you're wearing. I don't want to see none of that. Like, show me the sneakers that I came yeah, here to see. Right. And it, it, that's just another point of it. Like, we're so... We have that privilege of getting what we want mm-hmm. that we we seek that out in places where we're not necessarily giving what we want. Yeah. I definitely see it too because I write a lot and there's a lot of like websites like OC Register now super ad heavy and like if you don't if you're not subscribed to the OC Register you're like they, they block it out after like 10 seconds so you get oh. 10 seconds to look at an article really quickly yeah. and then they gotta but you mean like there's a lot of a lot of news articles are doing that now and it kind of sucks to me because like I just I want that news like it's public knowledge you yeah and, like, I didn't even think about it, though, back in the day, like, we used to have to buy newspapers, and, you know, like, that was the only way we could read these things. But now, like, no one's really buying newspapers because it was all on the mm-hmm. internet for free for such a long time, and we got used to it. I got used to it. Mm-hmm. Just, like, that's how I research stuff. And now it's, like, they want me to pay, and it's, like, fuck that. Like, yeah, it seems wild. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I, just, I don't want to do that, so I'll go to a different site that has the free information. Or I'm sure this is a different podcast but now, but when we talked about, like, music... Like, that's reflected in music. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we see so many artists just, like, it's microwave rap. Yeah. Like, it's something that's just getting pumped out that has no substance to some of us. Yeah. And we're in that we're in that age range where we can fuck with that. Like, we can listen to a Lil Pump album and enjoy it, mm-hmm. even though it's not talking about nothing. But we're also in that age range where we remember when there was a lot of substance in hip-hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we get both ends of that, and I feel like we're just stuck in the middle between, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll listen to Pump's album when it comes out, but, you know, you kind of forget, and you kind of... I find myself, like... When so many of those records come out, we have a wave of these new rappers yeah, who yeah. have a certain sound. Like, I listen to it, and I adapt to it, and I like it. And I'm like, okay, I ride with this. I like this music. And I'm listening to the albums, I'm listening to the albums, and then a Schoolboy Q will come out with an album. And I'm like, yo, I'm reminded that this is my shit. Yeah. Like, I gotta go back into this shit. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to some New York old school shit. I'll listen to Big L after that, just because it reminds me that this is the way rap is supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I hope that there'll be a shift in culture as far as everything else, like the nightlife scene that we were talking about, conversations that we have with each other, where we get so fed up or just so used to this microwaved instant gratification that we kind of push back and all of us collectively go back to what it once was. I think we're do you, but do you, I think but we you are. think you can like with social media and like the internet and how fast think, things are? I think we can have a degree of it. It's not going to be the It won't be the same. same. It'll never be the never same. Never be the same for sure, but it's funny that like even just saying that because we use social media to push that narrative of Oh, I wish things were the way it was. There's pages yeah. dedicated to like 2000 oh, yeah. songs and like nostalgia. Yeah. 
And it's like, it's so ironic that you're posting it on social media, though. Yeah. Like, why can't we just remember when it was like this? And why can't we have these conversations and go back to when life was like this? Mm -hmm. But yet, you're voicing that opinion on wow. social media. Yeah, on the newer <laughs> like, generation yeah, it, So that's where I feel like at some point we're going to find a new way to make that happen. To yeah. have that taste of that culture. Like, with what I was talking about and why I started Charging to the Game Radio was like, it gave me that feeling of being aside from like that traditional radio with the ads and you know like i was telling you earlier yeah. we hear the same personal injury attorney ads on every single hip-hop radio station we hear the same car insurance ads on every single one of those stations mm -hmm. so it's like hearing what what was beats one radio for me was oh this sounds like when we used to just make our own mixtapes yeah when we used to curate our own playlist not having any influence in the music world because Music influencers now only have their status because of social media. Yeah. Because we because see the ads. moves that they make every single day. So it's like, back then, like Gangster Grills, when we used to listen to those mixtapes, we didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. We didn't know anything yeah. about that dude. We didn't know what his pad looked like, what his his living room entertainment center looks like, but we yeah. know that about every single producer yeah. that we see now. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, when I was listening to that, I was like, okay, I want to get back to that. I want to be able to be behind the scenes in hip hop, be like dudes like the A and R. His name is Hip Hop, and he helped A and R, Reasonable Doubt, and Jay Z. Like we didn't know who he was, mm -hmm. but we know that's a classic album, and that's like a huge moment. And like there were these guys who were behind the scenes doing this, and I feel like, and I hope that, like JJ said, we're gonna make a transition that goes back to like a new version of that, to where we have these like moments where we don't have to be on social media like you look at j-rock mm -hmm. when's the last time j-rock posted on social media never does even schoolboy q rarely exactly. does you know what i'm saying exactly and they breaks. give us that feeling of like oh this is how rap is supposed to be yeah. so i feel like even with these outlets and using instagram because they still promote it mm -hmm. when scissor comes out with an album that's their all their profile pictures yeah they still have that marketing sense they still use social media as a tool but it's not what dominates the culture yeah that's yeah. what i hope Dude, even even Kanye, like he he's he's on there, but, yeah. But it's like he's he's, he's on there in waves and he's periods. still he's still working and everything is about. Mm -hmm. It's just not like. And he does it in a non-traditional way, like he's posting like screenshots, yeah. of snippets, like yeah. is wild to us because we're so used to somebody putting out like a a like produced a, video, yeah. like yo, this is the 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 trailer for my new song, but he's just pulling up the wave file yeah. and playing it from that was off of his email and be yeah. like, yo, this is what's coming. Yeah. So he's like changing his way of, of having your ear to the streets. But also it's not like, uh, like here's my crib or like here's exactly. my car. Uh -huh. it's yeah. like, exactly. It's like, and that's the way, honestly, like for their own safety, that's honestly the way to do it. Yeah. Because you don't want people to know where you stay at. You don't want yeah. people to know how many kids you got, whatnot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just but for also, their safety. Yeah, but they're about the work. They're not about... Yeah, the well, I, I, think yeah. They, I think mainly that's why they do it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think also, thinking about safety-wise, it's like, all right, I don't want them to know where I live. I don't know. I don't want them to know where my kids go to school, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I think that a lot of these, like, new rappers, I guess you could say, like, they post a lot, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like they, they have some... To themselves, like they they have something to prove. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It's like, why are you posting so much, bro? Like we know yeah. you got money. Yeah, we know you probably got all these old. chains and cars and all. Well, these that's what's bitches. popular right now too. If yeah, you that's, think about their, it. that's I think I agree with that. That's their image, though. You know. Yeah, not, that's true. Because they're not like, 
They rarely ever post that they're in the studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was going to say, but, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. when we were kids, we never had phones to follow things on, but we'd watch MTV, and yeah. rappers did it in music videos, mm-hmm. and that was, like, bigger, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we saw the rappers with the big chains, we saw the rappers with the, 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 the nice shoes, the nice Escalades with the 28-inch <clears throat> rims, stuff like that. Now everyone has a phone. Every elementary kid, every middle school kid almost has a, a smartphone, so they can yeah. watch the YouTube. They're on Instagram, and they want to... That's how you reach your audience quicker. Now you don't mm-hmm. have to wait till you're home to watch MTV. Yeah. Now you can just you can just go hop on YouTube with the YouTube app real quick on your smartphone yeah. and watch what little baby's doing or watch what little yeah. pup is doing. Yeah. And it's kind of it's it's weird because it's like sometimes you tell these ra- new rappers not to, but like you've seen so many people make it famous because they already did that. So now they're like you said they're just trying to ri- ride trends and trying mm-hmm. to also make it as big, but it's not like you said it's not genuine. It's, it's just microwave. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to piggyback off of what you were saying about like the kids and being having that access to that thing, or all those things is like they emulate it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were kids, like we didn't know the way that rappers carried themselves outside of the music or outside of that music video. Right. And so to us, it was like, like I said, like I saw Game wearing fat laces in his Converse, so I copied that. But everything about my personality now and who I am was built off of my upbringing, my own experience. Mm-hmm. Whereas like these kids now, they see how Takashi moves, they see how Bunk Gang moves, they see all those things, and that's what molds them to be who they are. But exactly, it's like, yeah. no, nah, you gotta live like your find own yourself. experience. Yeah, yeah. it sounds corny, but yeah, exactly what you said. <laughs> you gotta find yourself in the mix of all this and still use that like hip hop as the basis, the foundation of who you are. Yeah, right. But move into like, okay, I've had these experiences and like, I know I'm not gangster, so I'm not gonna continue to act like game. Whereas like these kids see Takashi talking crazy and showing up and pulling up in Chicago and hopping out of the car. Thankfully, they saw him get in the car five seconds after, well, like, so they know guards. he's yeah exactly. <laughs> but like think about the kid who didn't see that and thinks like Yo Takashi pulling up in anybody's hood, I could pull up in anybody's right. hood. Where you can't, you're gonna get you're gonna get pressed right outside you get out that car you're gonna get got, and you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get got. <laughs> and it's like that's what these kids live off of because they don't they don't know that experience outside of what they have access mm-hmm. to. Whereas, like, we you know had what? to find out for ourselves. I thought I was tough listening to the game mm-hmm. until I got packed out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to act that tough anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you learn from that, and these kids don't have that because yeah. they could talk shit on IG Live and hop on somebody else's IG Live and just be going back and forth yeah. and then just cut it off and be good in their house. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Keyboard just, warriors, bro. That's yeah. what's wild. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, we hung out at parks and stuff, and... If I was at a park and I was dissing somebody and they got word mouth of it, then they're going to show up and they're going to, you know, we're going to have to run a fade or something like that. <laughs> and we don't come from that generation of all the, like, what our dads came from where they really had to use their Scrap, hands. yeah. But, like, we come from a generation where, like, we couldn't bullshit. Mm-hmm. We couldn't act like something we're not. Because you get and, called out on it, uh, for sure. And a lot of these kids have that, that privilege of acting like something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like... All right, you can act like that, but when you you get out there and you meet somebody who's really from that, yeah, it breeds a new generation of yeah. bully. I think uh-huh. for sure. Oh, for sure. Because, um, like you said, when you do get older and you do go on to that generation, it's gonna be a rude awakening. Because mm-hmm. you know you're gonna you're gonna think that you can do certain things, but obviously you can't. Because you do finally get challenged for once. But when uh-huh. you're young and growing up and on social media, you really weren't challenged. I think I think that's why we see that wave of like almost this sensitivity because 
a lot of those people who aren't like us, who didn't recognize what they're going through and building their own personal they're experience, getting offended by shit. they're getting they're getting tested now, yeah. Yeah. and they're super like sad about it. And it's mm-hmm. this huge push of like stop bullying, where you got the other half of our generation that's like, nah, it's it's kind of necessary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you see these kids wilding out, like the whole bring back bullying of the kids doing <laughs> the Fortnite dance. Like I almost agreed with it. It's like yeah, they shouldn't be as praised as they are right now for yeah. doing them whack ass dances. No. So they need to call them out right. because they're going to think that this is okay yeah. and then when they step out of that comfort zone their little school in fucking Kansas or wherever they're at <laughs> and they see some kids who are like yo you lame as fuck yeah. they're going to be really hurt by it and it's going to be really damaging to them and it's like that bullying that you missed mm-hmm. is kind of what you needed yeah <laughs> to a certain extent <laughs> to a certain extent yeah right. of course I was going to say in sports you can do it like with the participation trophies that's a huge thing yeah. now right everyone mm-hmm. gets a, a trophy because everyone played everyone but in, in real life situations, you win, you lose. And, like, not everyone's going to get that same. Not the, the last place, if you're as, as shitty as a worker as this really good worker, you're not going to get the same position. You're not mm-hmm. going to get the same pay. And you shouldn't expect the same reward. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of, it's like, a lot of these, I think the newer generation, especially younger than us, they're going to have a rude awakening once they do get to adulthood and stuff, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be, like, a weird, like, culture shock yeah. like, for those the kids that are like you know five and, yeah. and and fifteen now because once they do get into the 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 job force like how is that going to mm-hmm. change and how yeah. how are they oh. going to be as employees and like I think they just gonna well, be you asking. already see them trying to change dude they're trying right. to change the system bro for doing the, yeah for doing simple job. shit yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like you know there's there's you in life you win some and you lose some yeah. like more than often now you're gonna lose some but it's like that sound corny, but it's how you bounce back and learn yeah. from those. You yeah. Know? Uh-huh. Like your bullying experiences, you'll learn from it. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we don't want to bully people to the extent where they want to hurt themselves right. and stuff yeah. like that. But like, yeah, there is that aspect of, of learning from that situation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ever want to see somebody get bullied to the point where they don't want to be here. Yeah. But even at that, if somebody gets bullied to that point, but is able to bounce back, that person didn't bounce back strong yeah. because they'd already been through all that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even that's the, I guess the, the light in that dark situation is you, if you bounce back from it, then you can really handle anything. And I don't feel like these kids are, are having that bounce back moment where they can come back and be like, okay, I'm on top. Like, especially with like, like I remember growing up, like we used to get in fights at school, like every day, there's a fight every single day. And if you lost a fight back then, it wasn't that big a deal because you was probably going to fight next week (laughs) and you might kick that kid's ass and then it'll be straight. Like nobody's going to make fun of you. But now because of phones and everything, people get packed out on camera. That's Uh going to last forever. They're going to flame you up for that. And, And kids don't fight like that anymore. So it's like the kid who's making fun of you probably get his ass kicked too. But he hasn't got his ass kicked yet, so he has that chance to be like, oh, I'm going to flame you up for this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nah, in reality, you would have gotten packed out too, and we could have been laughing at you. But it doesn't happen enough for people to recognize that and be like, okay, this is just a situation like what you said. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And if if everyone collectively has that idea, then it's like, oh, you you got knocked out? It's whatever. You might win the next one next week. Yeah. But you're not fighting next week. So <laughs> you're not going to be able to bounce back from it. And it's just like, I guess that's the micro to the macro. But like, that that's what it is. There's not that opportunity to bounce back from something as small as a fight to something as big as like 
not getting a job and then just going down a bad road after that. Exactly, because we all, I'm sure all of us have gone to interviews and not gotten a job. Mm -hmm. I'm sure all of us have sent in millions of applications and not gotten jobs, but it's not the end of the world when you don't get one. Exactly. You keep trying. Sometimes the next month you apply to the same job because you have different experiences or whatnot. So you you just got to keep going, like you said. It's, it's corny, but like you win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. You know? Not every loss, not every bullying moment, not every time you get fourth place in a, a league championship. It's not. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It kind of. I think it builds character sometimes. Uh, yeah. Well, I think we got enough content there to wrap the show up here. Again, as always, thank you for tuning into the Podfathers podcast. Be sure to follow us, subscribe, like, leave us a review, and share us with your buddies. Let us know what you think. Thanks again, guys, for hopping on to the show. We'll be dropping that Hip Hop of 2018 podcast. I know some of y'all are wondering about that. We'll review some of the best albums, some of the best songs, and some of the years that the artist had. We'll be dropping that next week, later, towards the end of the year, so it's a little bit closer and relevant with that whole end-of-the-year recap. But again, thank you for tuning in. This is the Podfather Podcast.